Paul Carroll here with Keen Tracy alongside me and our coverage here on Tip FM is with thanks to the Fuicha a la carte restaurant at the Arch Bar in Thurlis. So uh, Thurlis are out to our right hand side warming up, Laura down to our left, Laura wearing their blue jerseys today and uh, Thurlis wearing their white jerseys there today. We have some team news coming in and uh, one of the uh, two kind of main players we were wondering would they start today on the Laura side was uh, Brian Hogan, on the Thurlis side was Mikey O'Brien. Mikey O'Brien doesn't start today, uh, instead it is uh, uh, he doesn't start, he's reminded says on the bench but on the Laura side of things is Brian Hogan he comes in at full back wearing number 30 so Keen, that was one of the things we were w- wondering coming in here today it's his first start of course he came back before the Cashel game uh, the day before the Cashel game played about 10 minutes in that game came on uh, in the second half the last day and here he is down to start he's in there instead of number 3 Dennis O'Mara yeah that's a massive boost to Laura Dara um, Paul to have Brian Hogan available to start uh, he's obviously after coming back from travelling but such an important player for Laura and on the Thurlis side the question all week was would Mikey O'Brien start he had a huge impact in the drawing game but uh, the Thurlis management have kept him in reserve and I think they think that maybe with, when the game opens up with 20-25 minutes to go that's the time Mikey will shine as he did the last day yeah it's always nice to have kind of that uh, ace up your sleeve kind of that depending on how the game goes that you're able to you're always able to fall back on that and I suppose if you were to start him and then he started off if Thurlis were to start off poorly you kind of feel right what do we have to bring off the bench now so that's probably the, the thinking behind that decision yeah I'd imagine that's it Paul that just looking at that bench a lot of young lads the likes of Jock Fogarty Aidan Snakelin Michael Russell who had a huge impact when he came in in the drawing game but Mikey really was the game changer and just to have that in your armory that you can bring him on when the need is greatest in order to turn the game we all know things don't work out perfectly and he's not going to have the same impact he had the first day but he's a top class sub to have and he will make a difference when he's called upon so running down through the lineups uh, for Laura in goals is Michael Kendi to Connor Hogan and in a full back now instead of number 3 Dennis O'Mara is number 30 Brian Hogan Tom Duggan is corner back centre back is Michael Dolan the captain of the team with Daniel O'Donoghue and Dara Guyne on either side Alan O'Mara and Kieran Hocker in midfield Colum Fogarty Patrick Bonner Maher and Niall McIntyre and then the full forward line for Laura today number 13 Christopher Fogarty who got two goals here last weekend Keen Hogan wears 14 and number 15 is Owen McIntyre and uh, we're going to have a minute silence I believe here in McDonough Park before we run you down through the Thurless uh, lineup. and uh, both teams lined up on the field here now facing down towards the scoreboard end uh, lined up on the 45 our referee today is Peter Carla the Burgess Club referee in his first county final so we wish him and his officials the best look out there today. This is death of a Houlihan in Allura, of course. Manny Houlihan's involved in the Allura uh, backroom team and uh, club in general, so minute silence here in Nina. Thank <laughs> you. 
Ready to go here. Fine crowd in the stand here. Nina, ready for this Premier Intermediate Hurling final replay. Thurlis Sarsfields against Lur. The sun is shining here in McDonough Park. A couple of clouds circling around the area, but it is uh, no rain for now. Of course, very heavy underfoot conditions compared to last week. We're running down through Thurlis, Kevin Bracken and goals, Jack O'Mara, David Maher, Nathan Ryan in the full back line, Henry Fogarty, Michael Cahill, and Kieran Maloney in the half back line with Kieran Costello and Harry Fitzgibbon in midfield. Lee McCormick, Rory Purcell, and Captain Mossy McCormick make up the half forward line, whilst Tommy Maher, Jack Lanigan and Robbie Stapleton are in the full forward line. So the action is underway now. The ball has been thrown in and away comes Laura with his first possession. Trying to play it in. Ball sticks up in this uh, heavy conditions. A heavy shoulder goes in there from Kieran Costello and uh, he gets a hand pass off towards Tommy Maher. His first touch just isn't in quite yet and it's gone out over the line. It's going to be a line ball in just underneath the stand here and it's going to be in for Laura. They're just inside the 65 and it is uh, looks like it's number 8 Alan O'Mara putting this ball down. Of course he scored a sideline last week here in the first game and uh, he'd be looking... He'd be doing very well to score one from here. He's about 65 yards from goals. Gets a good cut out towards the edge of the D where it's caught there. And here's a chance for Owen McIntyre to break the lines. Owen McIntyre puts it over the bar. His first score of the of this series. He didn't score last week for Laura. Had a couple of wides in that second half, but he'll be delighted to get off to that quick start. Uh, one point, no score, Laura lead. Yeah, great play from Colin Fogarty. Again, he was really influential in drawing game. Popped it off to McIntyre through the middle and over the bar. And here comes Colin Fogarty again. He's intercepted the hand passes. Perlis tried to work that ball out of the back and a could be a chance here for Keen Hogan bearing down on the 21 gets his touch but just drops the ball to the ground and Patrick Bonner-Maher's in there the ball is on the 21 of Thurlis Sarsfield's defensive side of the field it's uh, Laura playing in towards the town end and here comes Patrick Bonner-Maher he's running down the end line he's looking for options outside him gets it off to Keen Hogan big goal chance here for Laura and it's into the back of the net Keen Hogan has got a goal it's a rip-roaring start here for Laura Keen Hogan with the goal just about a minute gone here and it's 1-1 to no score and uh, this is the start Laura would have wanted here Keen. Yeah dream start from Laura all made from Patrick Bonner-Mare came in along the end line picked a great ball across to Keen Hogan he rode a shoulder and just put it into the back of the net past the keeper brilliant brilliant start from Laura Dara changes everywhere Brian Hogan gone to wing back for Laura Tommy Mare and Aidan Ryan in the middle of the field for Thurlis Arsies but if you're looking for a dream start in the county final Laura after getting it So 1-1 to no score Laura lead only about two minutes gone here we have the scoreboard operating here in Nina but no time on it so we'll do our best to uh, keep up with the time and uh, we'll look over on the far side now it's going to be a line ball in uh, that Al Nomara has gone over to take for Laura. He's just outside the 45 on the dugout side there and he gets another good cut. Dara Guinan is running inside the 21. He's uh, fouled uh, Kieran Coslo, done well to work back there. So Kevin Bracken is going to come out of the Thurless goal to take this free out. So Thurless playing from right to left as we sit in the stand looking out onto McDonough Park. Thurless playing up towards the scoreboard end. Laura playing down towards the town end which is often called the scoring end here in Nina, but that's Laura who got off to the quickest start. 1-1 to no score. Kevin Bracken goes along with this free, but it's down on top of uh, Brian Hogan to flex off him now, and it's a chance for Alan O'Mara to go on a run. His high ball is dropping in towards Patrick Bonner-Mara. in a full forward position, gets a touch with a hurley, but Jack O'Mara is in there to try and flick it out to the side, but Bonner has it again, and away comes uh, Thurlis instead. A hand pass goes off towards uh, Kieran Costello, big physical midfielder, eyes downfield, just going to have to clear his lines down the sideline here, right in front of the stand, and it's just going to go out over the line and a chance for Thurlis Sarsfields to uh, get back in a defensive position as Alan O'Mara might come across to take another sideline. I think he's going to leave it instead for Connor Hogan. So very wet patch of the field here now is where Connor Hogan is putting down the slitter. We've had a lot of rain here since last week and you kind of knew that was going to lend to maybe just difficult or different uh, playing conditions for the players here today. This line ball goes low and just about 20 yards uh, dribbling down towards the 45 of Thurlis where Thurlis is number two. Jack O'Mara has it in his possession. He's under a lot of pressure from Christopher 
Christopher Fogarty. Play on, says the referee. The ball goes back to Christopher Fogarty. Here's Keane Hogan now off his left on the run on the left-hand side from the 65. And it's just going to go across the face of the goals and wide there uh, from Keane Hogan, who's the goal scorer here. As it's 1-1 to no score. We have about four minutes gone here in McDonough Park. Ball goes short from the puck out, then long targeting Rory Purcell here for Thurlis. Thurlis yet to get a shot at the goals, but here comes our first one from Rory Purcell. It's high. Would be a great score if he got it. And outside the 45, off his left-hand side, Thurlis are on the scoreboard through Rory Purcell. And Thurlis will be looking to get more out of their forwards than they did last week. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great settling score. Kevin Bracken, puck out Henry Fogarty. Nice ball to Purcell, turned on his left. And a great shot from that touchline over the bar. And that should set Thurlis Arceus into the game. Michael Kendy goes long now, targeting Old McIntyre from the puck out. But away comes Thurlis. Now, Thurlis looking to just build up a bit of steam. Aiden Ryan gets a hand pass off now to number nine, Harry Fitzgibbon. Fitzgibbon now brings us inside the 45, gets it off to Jack Lanigan. Lanigan over his shoulder from the 45. Very difficult uh, scoring opportunity there. And it's going to go wide uh, at the near post down at the town end here. So puck out goes out once again now for Michael Kendi of Laura as Laura lead 1-1 to a point here as we have about four and a half minutes gone here in McDonough Park. Puck out goes short to and Niall McIntyre is on his own 45 and he just goes a tennis pass towards Kieran Hawk but sells him short and Kieran Hawk has to just flick it away but only as far as Harry Fitzgibbon. Harry Fitzgibbon strikes towards the post. He was all out on his own, rushed the shot a little bit and uh, one of his teammates there I believe was that uh, Jack Lanigan wasn't happy at all that he took on that shot because he was down on one knee nearly when he hit it. It went across the face of goals and wide but uh, going to have to be a bit more clinical with those chances. Yeah, low percentage shot, two wides in a row from Jack Lanigan and Harry Fitzgibbon. Lanigan playing at centre forward, Massey McCormick at full, so changes are plenty from the last day. Here's Owen McIntyre now starting to get a bit of influence in this game, as is Keane Hogan, the goal scorer. He's going to have another shot at the post on the 65, this time on his right side, and over the bar it goes. Keane Hogan got three massive points in the second half last week after going scoreless in the first half. Well, about five minutes gone here in the replay, he's got 1-1 already, and he's looking dangerous out there as Laura lead 1-2 to a point. Yeah, looking really good so far. It was a great strike off his right-hand side, right around the middle of the field, high and over the bar, so 1-1 from Keane Hogan great start for him Kieran Maloney takes the short puck out then goes long towards Robbie Stapleton Robbie Stapleton gets it flicked off his hurry by Connor Hogan and it's going to be a line ball in for Thurlis Sarsfields where Tommy Maher is coming over to take this he's just about five yards inside the uh, 45 here down to the left as we sit in the stand and he's going to just shovel it low and flick it out towards Jack Lanagan who goes on a solo run gives a hand pass back to Tommy Maher Tommy Maher now throws up a lovely dummy in front of Dara Guinan now he tries to play it across the edge of the 21 but puts too much on it it was targeting Rory Purcell but Owen McIntyre is back there and he gets the clearance and uh, Michael Cow we haven't said his name yet but a free is one in the half back line from Thurlis Sarsfields and it's a chance maybe for Jack Lanigan to saunter out to take this it's going to be a yard inside their own 65 and uh, worth mentioning as well that uh, it is Lura playing with the breeze the breeze tends to always go down towards the uh, town end here down towards the kind of uh, toilet kind of section here in uh, McDonough Park and that wind is favouring Lura in this first half so Jack Lanigan will be striking this in towards that breeze and he's just about 2-3 yards inside his own 65 central position he scored 11 frees last week and uh, he's looking to get his first one here today so Lanigan now with the white jersey green helmet strikes this towards the post judging by the body language of the umpires and the people on the line that one's gone straight over the bar and we mentioned it last week how key it is to have just a, a very good free taker especially in the finals so so important and Jack Lanigan kicked Thurlis Arsis in the game last week with his freeze and that was a brilliant free from inside his own 65 1-2 two to 2 points Laura lead the goal came from Keane Hogan just in the first 2 minutes of this game and Laura now have a chance again as Alan O'Mara is going to take another sideline this one is inside 
basically just on the 45 in front of the stand here down to our right hand side Laura playing in towards the town end so Alan O'Mara he might fancy this the yellow slitter is placed down just about a foot inside the line he's got a good cut on it and it's heading towards the post and it's going to drift into the hands of Kevin Bracken who was so good under the high ball last week and he was good under that one too but his clearance goes as far as Brian Hogan has he been fouled no says the referee away comes Rory Purcell now trying to just come out of his own 65 and he does and he gets a hand pass off to Tommy Maher and Maher hand pass it forward now to the surging number nine Harry Fitzgibbon Fitzgibbon takes his time looks at the post he's hit wide already but now he's met up for it he's hit that ball over the bar 1-2 for Lura 3 points for Thurlis and after conceding that early goal Thurlis settling into the game now yeah really good play that's what Thurlis asked is all about Rory Purcell to Tommy Mayer in lovely interplay to Harry Fitzgibbon he drove on and struck a brilliant score so Thurlis Arce is right back in the game now Puck out goes short from Michael Kendi towards his wing back Daniel O'Donoghue and he goes long but it's Thurlis mopping up at the back the hand pass goes off now to Michael Cal. his first possession but he's been chased by Patrick Bonner-Mayer how many times has that happened down through the years and it's Bonner who gets a little flick this time and breaks the ball to the ground and now it's there to be won Jack Lanigan is back there trying to win it in his own 65 but it's uh, number 10 Colin Fogarty who wins it and he gets held up in the tackle by Michael Cal. it's going to be a free in for Lura but really good work rate as is expected by Patrick Bonner-Mayer yeah and Bonner really sets the standard in Tipperary hurling on Workery chased a hopeless cause against Michael Cal. got a little flick on the turnover Colin Fogarty won it he did extremely well and this gives Michael Dolan a chance he'd be disappointed with his free taken down the stretch last week he probably took a little long over him but he's usually a really really good free taker so this one is uh, directly where the referee throws the ball in for Michael Dolan we mentioned his free taking last week he only got one point last week but he had must have had five or six free taking opportunities so he'll be looking to get off to a good start here today as this one is heading towards the post the umpire is having a look and it's wide and it's wide by a fairly substantial margin so not what he would have wanted and that's an, a free you would be expecting a, a good long range free taker that Michael Dolan is to be putting that over the bar yeah and strange with Colin Fogarty so proficient at freeze that he's not striking the long so uh, Thurlis looking to work this ball out of the back. It get, makes its way to Aidan Ryan, who just juggles with the ball momentarily. Ref going to say play on, and away comes uh, Thurlis with this ball. They played into the full forward line, and out comes Michael Dolan with this ball. Left hand on top of the hurley, hand passes it backwards towards Brian Hogan, who's under a bit of pressure and just has to clear this ball long. And the referee has spotted a free, and it's going to be a free out, I believe, for Thurlis Sarsfields. And uh, referee spotted maybe a pull on the a jersey there and uh, it's going to be a free free out for Thurlis as the scoreboard reads 1-2 to 3 points we have 10 minutes played here in McDonough Park yeah a little tug from Christopher Fogarty and Jack O'Mara before the ball came in uh, rightly penalised by Peter Carr possibly could have been a free on Aidan Ryan in the middle of the field for throwing it up and catching it so Kevin Bracken goes along with this but it's uh, three Lara men against two uh, Thurlis men and one of those lower men is Michael Dolan he does well coming out of defence with that ball gets a hand pass off to Alan O'Mara who fancies putting a ball into the corner it's a nice ball in towards uh, Colin Fogarty he's trying to oh he brilliantly flicks it up off the ground into his hands which is so difficult on a normal day never mind these wet conditions a really fine bit of skill there from Colin Fogarty as he wins his side of free that I'm no doubt he'll put over the bar himself here bang on the middle of the 45 yeah super play just flicked the ball up into his hand when it went away from took on his man uh, Kier Maloney and Drew the Free very, his style of hurling very like Aaron Galan um, and he's a guy who's really impressed me in the championship so far yeah and he's probably developed a lot as a player in the last kind of 12-18 months in terms of he's added a bit of physicality to his game he's put on a bit of muscle mass and uh, I'm sure if he can keep developing he's, he's one that Liam Cowell could have a look at uh, in the coming years still a very young player would have played under 20 I'd say two years ago I believe so still uh, in his early 20s and an exciting prospect for Lura and uh, looking to put this ball over the bar central position bang on the 45 facing in towards the town end and over the bar it goes from Con- 
Colin Forty. He converts his own free. That's his first score of the day now. As the scoreboard now reads 1-3 to 3 points. Laura lead here after uh, 11 and a half minutes in McDonough Park. Puck out goes long from Kevin Bracken. He's targeting Robbie Stapleton. Haven't seen too much of the young Thurless corner forward today. And uh, he's involved in a little flick there. And now the ball goes into the Mossy McCormick, who's operating in a full forward position. He's being marked well by Daniel O'Donoghue. Mossy just can't get the ball up into his possession, though. And that gives a chance for uh, number five, Daniel O'Donoghue, to come out with this ball for Laura. And uh, he's run out of room. And it looks like it is going to be a line ball in for Sarsfields over on that far side of the field. But uh, I suppose Robbie Stapleton, Tommy Maher, um, some of the younger contingent of this Lura team probably didn't get into the game as much as they would have wanted to last week. So hoping to get more out of the lads this week. Yeah, two guys who played in the Hearty Cup final in March. It's, it's, they're very young and these are huge days for them and for their development. And they learn from days like last week and today and they'll improve and they'll be great senior hurlers for Thurlis Sarsfields in the coming years. So Tommy Maher is the one task with taking this line ball. It's a dangerous ball in towards the edge of the square and in running in came Harry Fitzgibbon who just got a little flick on it that one was extremely dangerous it was coming across bar height across the face of the goals it's gone wide for a finish but Harry Fitzgibbon was about an inch away from flicking that ball into the back of the net Laura still lead 1-3 to 3 points long ball goes into the full forward position and trying to win this ball is Colin Fogarty he's won himself an advantage and it is going to be a 21 yard free there Colin Fogarty looked like he got the hurley pulled out of his hand as uh, Thurlis uh, didn't deal with that high ball in as, as well as they would have wanted to, although it's uh, Patrick Bonnermar and Colin Forty in there in that two-man full forward line for that high ball, but it's going to be a free in now and another easy one for Colin Forty. Yeah, really clear tactic from Laura Dar just to get that ball in as quick as they can into that two-man inside line of Colin Forty and Patrick Bonnermar. Michael Cahill, the guilty party in that instance, pulled the hurley from uh, Colin Forty's hands, gives him a tap over free just outside the D. So he's just going to pop this ball over the bar. You'd imagine he's pretty much central position facing down into the town end. This will put Lura four in front, 11 and a half minutes gone here in McDonough Park in Nina. This is, of course, is the Premier Intermediate hurling final replay. Lura against Thurlis Sarsfields. Colin Fogarty now taking a couple of steps back from the yellow slitter. He's taking his time and over the bar it goes. His second of the day for Lura's number 10, Colin Fogarty. And that uh, pushes the lead back out to four points. One four playing three points here as we look down to our right-hand side. Kevin Bracken in the town end goals here in Nina. Ready to take this puck out for Thurlis Sarsfield. He's got tights uh, on and he goes short with this puck out in towards his own 65. But it's broken down there and Owen McIntyre has won it. He hand passes it back now towards uh, his midfield partner Alan O'Mara. O'Mara just uh, hand passes it backwards again. But it's an inaccurate hand pass towards Connor Hogan. And it's gone out over the sideline. And a chance for Tommy Maher of Sarsfield to take another line ball just inside the uh, 65 over on that far side right in front of the Lura dugout where we can see manager Ken Hogan looking to win another county final of course managed Lura to the county intermediate final last year they're looking to make it two uh, promotions in a row as Rory Purcell gets on this ball inside the 45 jinx one way jinx the other and his shot goes across the fr- front of the goals face of the goals and wide another kind of poor wide here uh, for Sarsfields we saw Lura hit a lot of wides last week but it's uh, Sarsfields the worst of the wide so far today as a big ball is caught out of the sky from Keane Hogan and he plays it in front of Colin Fogarty who does so well there to get that ball in his possession gets a hand pass off to Niall McIntyre Niall McIntyre inside the 45 over the bar it goes his first of the day the ever effective Niall McIntyre but again Colin Fogarty really starting to take over this game yeah Fogarty's the man this game his hands are just on song today snapping everything popped it off to uh, Niall McIntyre and over the bar but Thurlis Arsley is guilty of four wides at this stage they're not helping their cause 
Thurlis go long with this uh, short with this puck and then it goes long and an old school uh, flick in the air sends the ball in towards goalkeeper Michael Kendy he gets it off to Michael Dolan Dolan now off his left hand side goes high and long in towards Patrick Bonnermar who's on the 21 up with the hurley goes Michael Cal and gets a flick out it looks like it's going to travel all the way towards Kieran Costello Costello now turns one way he's looking for a hand pass and he gets it off to Michael Cowell who's on his own 45 and he gets a nice hand pass off to number 3 David Maher Maher flicks it out now towards Aidan Ryan Aidan Ryan looking like he's going to flick this ball in towards Jack Lanigan it's a lovely ball in Jack Lanigan trying to turn Brian Hogan but Brian Hogan's out in front of him and just has to flick it away but only as far as number 9 Harry Fitzgibbon Harry Fitzgibbon plays a little 1-2 with Jack Lanigan and then a lovely ball over the top it's just a little bit overcooked though towards Rory Purcell it allows Daniel O'Donoghue to come in and clear things up for Laura as uh, Alan O'Mara, his clearance goes long, but it's snapped out of the sky from Michael Cahill inside his own 45. He shoulders uh, Owen McIntyre away to clear the space to play a hand pass off towards Henry Fogarty, who plays it back towards David Maher. Thurlis playing a lot of ball in around their own half-back line, and then they get it off to Jack O'Mara. His ball in now to Rory Purcell. He gets his touch this time, turns one way, turns the other, plays a crossfield ball towards Jack Lanigan. He might have a pop here. He's just on the edge of the 45, striking in towards the scoreboard end, and over the bar it goes from Jack Lanigan, his second point of the day, first from play and that pushes the score now 1-5 for Laura, 4 points for Thurlis Thurlis happy though to play that ball in around the back and uh, much to the, the demise of some of the Thurlis supporters yeah, here in the stand it was a really good score, really well worked maybe a little bit of overplay but a super finish for Jack Lanigan, he's been doing that all year for this Thurlis Arsenal side. Here's Dara Guyne and now his first possession and it's again another high long ball in towards the edge of the square and referee has spotted a foul there on Patrick Bonner-Maher looked like he just kind of used his body more than anything in the air there but referee says he's played the hurley and it's going to be a free out now for Thurlis that Kevin Bracken the goalkeeper is going to come out and take yeah two really experienced players David Mayer and Bonner Mayer on top of each other just a little nudge I thought from Bonner on David Mayer you can really see the effect of this breeze here with some of these uh, long frees from Kevin Bracken they're only reaching the far 45 really where Tommy Maher has won this ball he's going to go on a solo run loses it momentarily Jack Lanigan cleans it up Jack Lanigan strikes for the post and Jack Lanigan has got another point for Thurlis so after that early goal from Lura Thurlis hanging in there as they did for large parts of the game last week it's Lura 1-5 Thurlis 5 points 17, and 17 minutes gone here in McDonough Park and once more Jack Lanigan is the man for Thurlis he's keeping him in at two great points from Clay and from a Thurlis Arsene's point of view they'll just be trying to hang in there against this breeze so uh Short puck out goes from Michael Kendy down to our left-hand side. He plays it into the middle where Michael Dolan caught it and played it out to Tom Duggan. Duggan goes high and long and it's snapped out of the sky there by a Sarsfields man at the back who gets a hand pass off to Aidan Ryan. It was snapped out of the sky by Kieran Maloney. But now Sarsfields looking to clear their lines through Rory Purcell. His long diagonal ball is targeting Lee McCormick. We haven't seen him, him much today. But instead out comes Daniel O'Donoghue surging out of the back now. Br- brings it up outside his own 45. Flicks it forward again. Another ball into Patrick Bonner-Marr who snaps it out of the sky. He's turned his man. Patrick Bonner-Marr inside the 21. Shoots for goal. And into the back of the net. There is the goal from Patrick Bonner-Marr. It comes after 18 minutes here. A long high ball. We've seen this is the plan here for Laura. Up with the hand when Patrick Bonner-Marr turned his man and went low past goalkeeper Kevin Bracken who might feel he could have saved that ball but it's Patrick Bonner-Marr. He's in there for a reason to cause a bit of havoc and he's got himself a goal. Yeah, and they've been working on that plan since around half two today. Daniel O'Donoghue with the long ball in. Bonner won it over David Maher, took him on. Michael Cannon trying to get back as a covering defender. Bonner did what all good forwards do, put it low across Kevin Bracken into the back of net, and that's a massive score in the context of this game. 2-5 playing five points now. Lura lead goal there from Patrick Bonner-Marr. 
the early goal came from Keane Hogan and now Laura lead by six here as the ball goes out of play in the middle of the field and it's going to be uh, a ball in for Laura, a sideline ball in for Laura directly in the middle of the field but you can see this is very much the plan here from Laura it's all high balls, all in on Bonner Mary such a threat there on the edge of the square Yeah, they're, they're trying to target that inside back line of Torres Arsus that held out so well last week, it'll be very interesting Paul to see the response in the, in the drawn game, Torres Arsus came back to all these punches they soaked up from Laura always came back with a response um, so it'll be really interesting to see the Sarsfield's response to that second goal from Bonner Alan O'Mara now goes long with this sideline ball. It's made its way inside the 45. A kick goes off from Christopher Fogarty towards Owen McIntyre, straight into his hand, and he's got his second score of the day now. That's five of the six Lura forwards on the score sheet as we await Christopher Fogarty to announce himself into this game. It's now a seven-point lead as the puck out goes, targeting Michael Cahill in the middle of the field. He gets it, turns and strikes it in, and uh, it's been won there instead by, it looks like, uh, big number two Lura from Lura is Connor Hogan. He's in there trying to win that ball in the ruck and it's a ruck ball forming on the uh, lower defensive side of the field that's been won by Harry Fitzgibbon he goes one-on-one with Lee McCormick Lee McCormick looking to take on his man and he's been pulled down to the ground by Tom Duggan we would be surprised if Tom Duggan doesn't see a yellow card here and Lee McCormick just turned and slipped and fell forward and uh, looks like he's just holding himself for a second looks like he is going to be okay but uh, that looked dangerous because he had much the pace on Tom Duggan and it was a foul that Tom Duggan had to make yeah and it, it, was, it was a great ball in from Harry Fitzgibbon Lee McCormick is so lively Ken Hogan will be absolutely thrilled with Tom Duggan it's maybe against the spirit of the game but a professional foul Lee McCormick was in on goal hauled him to the ground and it gives Jack Lanigan a point opportunity but there was a definite goal chance on there because we saw that first step there from uh, Lee McCormick we all know how quick he is and he had the turn on Tom Duggan and Tom Duggan uh, didn't hesitate in making his decision to pull him to the ground he gets a yellow card for his troubles as Tommy as uh, Jack Lanigan just flicks that ball over the bar so 2-6 playing 6 points now as uh, we have 20 minutes gone here in McDonough Park so we look down to our left hand side goalkeeper Michael Kendi of Lara playing with the aid of a breeze here in this first half goes long targeting Owen McIntyre McIntyre ball breaks off him towards uh, Harry Fitzgibbon it flicks back to, towards Aidan Ryan of Perlis and he goes long a lovely ball played out in front of Robbie Stapleton he's looking to take on Brian Hogan he has a significant pace advantage as he turns Brian Hogan and that should go over the bar from Robbie Stapleton his first score of the game but that's the kind of thing the young forward can do. A nice ball in front of him. He has the pace on Brian Hogan, and it was evident there. Yeah, and that's really what Torres Arsys need to do. Aidan Ryan got his head up. Lovely ball into space for Robbie Stapleton. He has electric pace. He took on his man, and a super strike, and over the bar. 2-6, playing seven points. Laura lead, thanks to the two goals. One from Keane Hogan, and one from Patrick Bonner-Mahers. Michael Cal comes out of the fence with this ball. Plays a loose hand pass towards Tommy Maher, but he gets a little flick on it back, and here comes Mossy McCormick. We haven't seen much of the Thurless captain so far today, but he's going on a solo run now. He brings it inside the 45, gets it off to Jack Lanigan. Has time to settle his feet, look towards the post, and it's three points in a row for Thurless Sarsfield since conceding that goal and I'd say the Thurless management will be delighted with this response again. Yeah, we spoke about responses in the drawing game. Great response in the replay. Mossy McCormick with a huge run through the middle. Jack Lanigan looped around, and he never misses off his left from that position. So another third point from play for Jack Lanigan. 2-6, playing eight points. Laura lead. Puck out goes long, and it's that man again, Aidan Ryan, who clears his lines, gets on that ball, clears it down towards... Uh, 
Lee McCormack, but he's got two lower men to deal with. One of them is Tom Hogan, and his hand pass goes off to Connor Hogan. Tom Duggan, I should say. Connor Hogan goes along with this ball now. And it's in there again with Patrick Bonner-Marr. Looks like he's been fouled by Michael Cal. And Patrick Bonner-Marr is causing serious, serious havoc there in that full back line of Thurlis Arsfield. And it's a great outlet ball to have. You saw there, Connor Hogan, when they get it, they're just lamping it in. And Bonner's doing really well. In fairness to the Thurlis back line, David Mayer was on it. Michael Cal had dropped back as a second defender, nearly been double marked. Bonner won it, rolled it into the hand, went at the defence, drew the free. Bonner having a huge influence on the game so far. And he's such a such an asset of a player because you can hit him any sort of ball at all. And if it's 80-20 in the defender's favour, there's a good chance that he can still make a difference and get a flick on it or hold it up at least. Uh, and he's won himself a free here that Colin Fogarty is looking to take. Now, he's scored two already. They've all been fairly nice, easy frees. And this one is uh, similar enough on the 21. Bit of an angle, but this is one you'd be expecting Colin Fogarty to put over the bar. Wearing the blue Lara jersey, number 10 on his back with the white helmet. And he just strokes that ball over the bar. Third point of the game for Colin Fogarty as it is now 8 points for Thurlis Arsios, 2-7 for Lura, as we have about 22 minutes gone. Puka goes short now to Jack O'Mara. Jack O'Mara now looking to an option there. He's in a bit of trouble in the corner back position. He's been hounded there by Colin Fogarty, who flicks the ball off his hurley, and it's going to be a line ball out for Thurlis Arsios. But the Lura forwards now working hard, no more so than Patrick Bonner-Mara, but Colin Fogarty in there getting that flick. Yeah, Colin Fogarty, his work as a defensive forward has come on a ton over the last year or two. But when you have a man like Bonner-Mara leading the team with his level of work rate, it inspires all the rest of the forwards that they have to do it as well. And it looks like Brian Hogan has been pushed up the field for Lura, and uh, it looks like it's going to be a free in there. A foul goes in on uh, Robbie Stapleton, and uh, Jack Lanigan is going to come in. So Brian Hogan has been pushed up the field, I suppose. His father, Ken, might have seen the, uh, the kind of pace differential between Robbie Stapleton and Brian Hogan the last uh, ball that went in so Brian Hogan has been pushed up the field of course difficult for him as well not sure how much hurling he's played in the last couple of months and he's been sprung in there so uh, he's been pushed up the field yeah incredibly difficult to come into county final having maybe not to work in the bank through the whole process of the year so Interesting to see he's moved to wing forward. Dara Guinan, who was really, really good in the drawing game, interesting to see that he is now playing in the back line for Lara, playing wing forward the last time. And that goes over the bar from Jack Lanigan. We can nearly talk through uh, his freeze because we just nearly know they're going to go over the bar. That one was out near the sideline, just inside the 45, but straight over the bar it goes six points already for the Thurless full forward. 2-7 for Lara, nine points for Sarsfields. It's a four-point lead as have Kieran Maloney snaps this ball out of the sky for Sarsfields. His hand pass goes off and it makes its way towards Mike Cal. He goes long and diagonal in towards Lee McCormack. It breaks in behind him. Michael Dolan is going to clean things up for Lurie. He plays it back to his goalkeeper, Michael Kendy, who just opts to clear and go long. It's going to land on top of Brian Hogan, and he snaps it out of the sky, wins himself an advantage, plays it off to the on-running Niall McIntyre, and he gets a little flick running through, and it's going to be brought back for a free, but that is the advantage of Brian Hogan. He must be six foot six or seven. Long high ball in. It looked like he didn't even jump uh, right in front of the stand here, halfway between the 265s. He caught that ball. He was fouled by Kieran Costello, and it's going to be a free in now for Colin Fogarty. Yeah, and in autumn conditions, coming on winter conditions, to have a forward line with Keen Hogan's ball winning ability, Brian Hogan's ball winning ability, Patrick Bonner-Mare's ball winning ability, and Colin Fogarty, it's a fair asset for any forward line to have. So we're ready for Colin Fogarty now. He's right in front of us here in the stand. He's just about a yard or two outside the 65 and maybe four or five yards in from the sideline. So difficult free, as I mentioned. Uh, that's a particularly wet patch of the field here. I got to walk around the field just before throwing just to see what it felt like. And it is soft conditions here, but in fairness, the field is holding up well as it always does here in McDonough Park. So here's 
Colin Fogarty now as he takes one last look down towards the town end goals he lifts it and strikes it off his left hand side it looks like that's going to go across and just wide at the near post there and it's been waved wide as such so wide from Colin Fogarty wasn't an easy free by any means but uh, Thurless let off the hook there and now as Thurless go along with this ball towards Massey McCormack up with the hand it deflects off his hand breaks down in front of him he's won it there and breaks out of the uh, huddle with this ball gets a hand pass off now to Henry Fogarty who gets it off to Lee McCormack Lee McCormack has time to look at the post strikes it off his right hand side and it's a wide from the centre of the 45 from Lee McCormack and uh, that is one that really has to be going over the bar yeah and you can hear the kind of groan from Sarsfield's crowd a fifth wide and those couple of chances particularly that one in front of the goal should have been nailed ball uh, brilliantly read there by Michael Cal. just knew that if that ball broke over the head of Keane Hogan he'd be there to sweep it up and there he was Harry Fitzgibbon just uh, struggles to get this ball off the ground and he's under pressure as he's striking for a finish but he gets it off to Massey McCormack who takes on his man and uh, plays a lovely ball in towards Robbie Stapleton he touches it with the hurley down in front of him turns one way pirouettes onto his right hand side strikes this towards the post and it's across the face of the goals and wide once more another wide for Thurless Sarsfields and uh, if Laura were caught by the wide bug last, last week it is uh, Sarsfields who are caught with it this time as uh, Kieran Costello gives away a free in the middle of the park a ball coming in towards Brian Hogan and he just kind of put out his left hand as he was competing in the air with the ball just on uh, Brian Hogan's back and uh, just pushed Brian Hogan says the referee so it's going to be a free in now for Michael Dolan but I suppose you can see he's nearly almost trying to protect himself as big Brian Hogan is coming back on him, stretches out his left hand, and it's a, it's an easy free to give. Yeah, it's a little on the soft side for a county final, but there was a little bit of contact. Interesting to see Michael Dolan striking this free again. Mossy McCormack's influence on the game has really uh, come up in the last number of minutes too for Thurston Sarsfields. So this is maybe five yards uh, further back from where Colin Fogarty took the last three. Michael Dolan's going to strike this. Not the most confident of strikes. He just strokes this towards the post and it's gone wide but you can see there he didn't strike through that ball at all. Tried to almost push it over the bar and when you're not striking through the ball it's, it's often a, a sign that maybe the confidence isn't there on these uh, long range frees. Yeah, a lot of his wides have been to the right hand side. He tried to overcompensate there and miss hit it to the left. Oh, Massey McCormack snaps a really high uh, puck out, out of the Sky now and he gets his hand pass off. It's a low hand pass towards uh, Rory Purcell, who's under a bit of pressure. Plays it back towards Aiden Ryan, who's inside the 65. Has loads of time to look up at the post. He strikes it, strikes it well, and strikes it accurately over the bar. Sarsfields really needed that after a few wides. And now again, it's back to a one score game, 2 7 to 10 points. Similarly enough to last week's game, Laura can't just push off this Sarsfields team. Yeah, Sarsfields hanging in there. Aiden Ryan always good for a score, really accurate, inspirational. Massey McCormack on top as well there at left half forward. Oh, really good work there by Rory Purcell. This would be a big score if he can get it. It's heading towards the post. It's just going to go and land into the hands of goalkeeper Michael Kendy. And Kendy now plays a lovely ball into the hands of Tom Duggan, who just juggles it momentarily. Does well to get it off the ground now. Gets a hand pass off to Kieran Hawk. Hawk is under a bit of pressure. Eventually just has to get rid of the ball to Dara Guinan, who has to clear aimlessly. And it's going to go straight towards Michael Cahill. And he's been fouled at the back from Patrick Bonner-Maher. And Michael Cahill just pulling up a little bit, holding his left hamstring and uh, how important he is to this Sarsfields team they would not want to see him uh, injured at all he's won himself a free so I don't know did he get a little flick maybe from the hurley but if it's a, any sort of muscular injury or that you wouldn't like uh, Michael Cahill's uh, brilliant year with this Sarsfields second team to end in any sort of a uh, niggly injury like that he looks like he is going to be able to continue but when you see a lad kind of pull up in that kind of uh, body language and that motion of holding their left hamstring it's never too good but he's uh, jogging on and we'll keep an eye on that 2-7 to 10 points as we just tick by 30 minutes gone here in McDonough Park. Lee McCormick drops a hand pass, but fortunately enough, it ricochets back to a teammate, and this ball is going long in there.
there from Henry Fogarty in towards Robbie Stapleton and our referee is going to blow the half-time whistle. So it's Lura who lead here by three points, 2-7 to 10 points. Lura lead. The goals came from Patrick Bonner-Maher and Keen Hogan. And you're listening to Tip FM's commentary we're here with thanks to the Fuich a la carte restaurant at the Arc Bar in Thurles. But Keen, it's been a very similar game to last week in terms of so... Uh, close and they can't really um, Lura just can't shove off this Sarsfields team as these goals go in it was down to six points but they've brought it back to three and they have to be commended really this Sarsfields side because they just don't go away whatsoever. Yeah I think it actually went to seven Paul Owen McIntyre got a point it was kicked up to him uh, by Alan O'Mara over the bear and that was a huge lead in this game. Sarsfields credit him battle back Jack Lanigan to the four there Mossy McCormick has been hugely influential in the last 10-15 minutes but Torres Sarsfields to their credit they just keep hanging in keep hanging in and you know I said it last week on commentary leave Torres Sarsfields in a game like this at your peril and they are very much in this game 2-7 to 10 points I must mention that it's the Arch Bar in Torres not the Arch Bar I believe that's in uh, Thailand or somewhere but it's 2-7 to 10 points Laura lead here at the half we're going to take a quick ad break and we'll have halftime analysis after these. And you're welcome back to McDonough Park here in Nina. It's halftime of the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship final replay between Laura and Thurlis Sarsfields. And it's Laura with a three-point lead here. 2-7 to 10 points is the score at the half. Paul Carroll here. I have Keane Tracy alongside me and Keane. Laura got off to a lightning start. They'd won one after about 90 seconds. The goal came from Keane Hogan after Owen McIntyre got the first point of the game. And uh, from there, it kind of looked like this could be a, a bad day for Sarsfields. But as they've done throughout this uh, series of games here with Laura, they just hang in there. They absorb these sucker punches that Laura seemed to get in terms of goals. Another one came from Patrick Bonner-Maher, uh, probably about two-thirds of the way through that second half. High ball went in, as many a high ball have gone in on top of Patrick Bonner-Maher in this first half. Caught the ball, he turned uh, David Maher, and Michael Cal couldn't get back in time, and it was a low ball past Kevin Bracken. But after that goal, the next three, four points went the way of Thurlis Sarsfields and it's uh, Laura have all the scoring in that first half it felt like but it's, uh, it's still only a three point game yeah it's funny both teams are kind of streaky they come in five six minute bursts and then they go out of the game the other team comes back into it as you mentioned Bonner got the goal then Sarsfields reeled off three four points in a row so it, it's, it's a strange game and it was the same pattern in the drawn game that both teams get little purple patches for six, seven minutes, then the other team takes over. Just looking at the Sarsfields team, heavily reliant on Jack Lanigan again. He is six points, three from play, a point apiece from Rory Purcell, Robbie Stapleton, Aidan Ryan, and Harry Fitzgibbon, who's having a much bigger influence than he did in the drawing game. He's a huge player for Turner Sarsfields. Mossy McCormick hasn't got on the scoreboard yet, but he is having a huge influence at left half forward. He started at full, they brought him out, and he's won three or four puck outs since. On that Laura side, there's danger all over, five of Six forwards have scored have scored so far. Bonner and Keane Hogan with those goals. Colin Fogarty looking really, really dangerous. So he's a guy that Thurlis Arsons are going to have to tie down in the second half. Yeah, and there's been a different maybe performance since, uh, for performers than we saw maybe last week. We haven't seen much yet of uh, Dara Guinan, who started last week on fire and got a three or four points, or three points, I believe, in that game. And uh, Brian Hogan was the, the change here today. He's come on. He started in the kind of full back line, wing back, and uh, he got turned at one stage by Robbie Stapleton. And straight after that, he pushed up the field and has won a couple of frees since. So interesting to see where Laura will deploy him now because Laura are playing into a bit of a breeze here in the second half. 
Yeah, the breeze mightn't do Laura much harm in that if they keep bonnering around her, the ball will hold up for him and hold up for the likes of Colin Fogarty. Brian Hogan looks like a guy who hasn't hurled all year. He has done some really good bits, but you know that that match fitness you get from match and match and match, he doesn't have it, but he's still going to be massively influential. Anytime Owen McIntyre gets the ball into his hand, he looks really dangerous, two points from play. Christopher Fogarty is a guy to be looking to in the second half. Two goals the last day, three goals in the county final, intermediate final uh, in 2022. So he's a guy who they look to a lot to in the second half. You mentioned Dara Guinan, interestingly, really, really prominent in the first 40, 45 minutes of the drawing game at wing forward, three points in play. He's been redeployed at wing back today, so a change in position there. Yeah, so let's see uh, Dara Guinan, how he can get on. Kieran Hawk is someone we haven't seen too much of as well here today. And uh, Niall McIntyre with a point. It's just Christopher Fogarty yet to score in the uh, Laura forward line, of course. He's been a man for the big goals uh, on the big days for Laura, And he'll be hoping he can get something done here in this second half. We're going to take another ad break. It is Laura 2-7, third of Sarsfield's 10 points. We're going to be back with the second half after these. And you're welcome back, listeners, to McDonough Park here in Nina. Still half-time in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship final replay. Laura with a three-point lead over Thurla Sarsfields, 2-7 to 10 points. Paul Carroll here with Keane Tracy alongside me. And your coverage here on Tip FM is with thanks to the Fuicha at the Arch Bar in Thurla. So uh, plenty, about 100 or more people out in the field poking around here. Uh, wet conditions, the field is a bit dug up uh, compared to what it was at the start of this game, but it's holding up well. And uh, we have overcast conditions here in Nina. A breeze going down towards the town end that Thurless will have in the second half. But we mentioned before the game, Keen, that uh, Michael O'Brien, would he start, wouldn't he start? He came on last day, scored 1-2, was a huge influence in the game, got that levelling score. He's still on the bench here, and Thurless do have him to bring on. And that will give the rest of their players even a bit of a lift, knowing that they can bring him on uh, at some stage in the second half. Yeah, and I'm just looking out there, Paul. I don't. I think he's gone in with the team, so whether we'll see him sooner rather than later will be very interesting. And it's very hard for the Thurlis Nurses management to hold him and hold him and hold him. I think he'll be on a half-time possibly. And it's a great weapon to have going in with uh, three points down with the breeze at your back in that second half and with Mikey O'Brien to come on. Thurlis have to be in a strong position to go at this second half. So uh, it's Laura who are just the first to emerge from the dressing rooms at half time as now we see uh, the groups of people and youngsters just uh, leave the field here now make their way back to the stand ready to watch another entertaining half an hour of hurling it's taken uh, three half an hours already in this uh, replay and first game and we still have not found a winner so will one be sorted in the next half an hour we see uh, Laura back onto the field now we'll let you know if we can see any substitutions doesn't look like there has been any Brian Hogan is making his way into a wing forward position and uh, I'm sure he will be the target of Manny and Michael Kendi puck out in this second half and here comes Sarsfield Sarsfield wearing the white jerseys they emerge now from the large double gates down at the town end and they're back out onto the field here as is referee Peter Carroll from Burgess so we're ready to go here the Seamus O'Reen Cup will be presented to someone will it be Massey McCormack of Thurless or will it be Michael Dolan of Lura it's one of them will be lifting it in the next hour or so uh, maybe less depending on uh, you can't just, you can't predict could we have extra time possibly penalties here with the way these games have been playing out uh, in the last couple of uh, weekends here but looks like Niall McIntyre and number 8 Alan O'Mara are going out into the middle of the field but have, can you see uh, no, still Mikey, no O'Brien? Mikey O'Brien he's resumed his position in, on the bench but I'd say two or three minutes here now and he'll be called into action Colin Fogarty gone to centre forward Bonner still on the edge of the square 
you'd wonder will they get enough ball in or will they have to bring him out with his huge ability to work and forage and win ball it looks like Aidan Ryan is pushed out to midfield for Sarsfields there alongside Tommy Maher and uh, Niall McIntyre and Alan O'Mara are the Laura men preparing for this throw and so Peter Carroll the referee gets the slitter throws it in and the second half is underway where is the Seamus O'Reen Cup going is it going to Laura or is it going to Thurla Sarsfields we've a half an hour here to find out in this replay Laura lead 2-7 to 10 points as the second half is underway and it's Laura who go on the first attack a nice little first touch there by Owen McIntyre and great feet takes a number of steps referee says play on he puts the ball down on his hurley goes on a solar run and he's caught the ball three times uh, is the uh, signal there and Owen McIntyre puts out his hands to say are you sure but he looks like he knows himself and uh, he could have been caught for steps even before that yeah really good defender from Henry Fogarty he stood him up McIntyre felt there was a tug on the shirt, but a really good play from Henry. Poor ball there from Kevin Bracken, it must be said, and it's been won there by Kieran Hawk in the middle of the field for Laura. He just uh, gets the ball away towards Brian Hogan, and it breaks off towards Niall McIntyre. He's blocked down in the middle of the field there by Tommy Maher, and the ball is going to break towards Owen McIntyre, and Aidan Ryan is there winning this ball for Sarsfields. He's looking for a hand pass, though, and he does really well to break through a couple of tackles, but then he just has to get rid of the ball. It goes out in front of Robbie Stapleton. It's flicked off his hurley, and Niall McIntyre is in there trying to win this ball, he gets a hand pass off now to Dyer Guinan. Dyer Guinan goes long towards Patrick Bonner Maher. Then David Maher is there trying to win this ball for Sarsfields. Ball is still on this ground, on the ground, just down towards the scoreboard end here. And uh, Owen McIntyre trying to win it, but it is David Maher who comes out, wins this ball, and gets it off to Kieran Coslow, who has loads of space in front from now as he's going to eat up the ground now. And he brings it across the 65, gives a hand pass towards Rory Purcell, who's on the 45, flicks it, strokes it towards the goals, and it's across the face to goals and wide couldn't really open himself up for the strike as he's been pursued by Niall McIntyre but again it would have to go down into the column of a poor wide here from Thurlis again yeah save it from Thurlis actually excellent play from David Mayer to get the initial ball Keane Hogan wins this puck out now goes long and diagonal and in there again is Patrick Bonner might leave it for Old McIntyre and he gets it off to Christopher Fogarty the goal scorer so far and this time it's saved by Kevin Bracken and he just clears it out to the side but it's Christopher Fogarty who's been Two goals last week, three goals in last year's County Intermediate Final. When he got that ball in his hand, you could have put the house that he was going to bury it. Didn't get a good strike on it at all. Went straight at goalkeeper Kevin Bracken, who got a touch on it and has since cleared his lines out for a sideline, but huge goal chance yeah, there for Yeah, huge Laura. goal chance. Great play from Owen McIntyre. He gave it to Fogarty. Really, really poor execution on the finish. Ball goes across now and it could land towards Keen Hogan there. He's trying to win this ball. Gets it back to Chris Fogarty. He shoots for goal. It's deflected, but it just stops on the edge of the 45 and a chop there from Brian Hogan. And it's going to be a free out, but again, a possible dangerous situation there. It looked like uh, Thurless men were just throwing themselves in front of that one. They've managed to stop the ball, and it's going to be cleared now from the free from Kevin Bracken. He goes long now once again, and he's targeting Mossy McCormick now, who's in the half-forward line, and he wins his ball from the rug, but it just drops out of his hands and allows Connor Hogan to come out and get a hand pass off to Niall McIntyre of Lurris. He brings this ball across his own 65 in front of the bank over in that far side of the field, but he's under a lot of pressure, and he runs out of space and it's going to be a line ball out now for Thurlis Sarsfields but a lively start to this second half three minutes gone it's still 2-7 to 10 points lower in the lead Thurlis Sarsfields goal living a charmed life super work for Robbie Stavlin chase Owen Mac- Niall McIntyre all the way back to field turnover line ball for Tommy Mayer Tommy Mayer now doesn't get it all on that gets, goes as far as Aidan Ryan who gets it off to back towards Tommy Mayer who's just fouled there from Keane Hogan and uh, it was a high challenge but there's a big kind of size differential between Tommy Maher and Keane Hogan and uh, he might uh, get himself in the books for this it was a, it was a high challenge but as uh, you could see you could, he couldn't really lower himself too much but uh, 
I suppose he's going to go into the book nonetheless here, it looks like, of uh, referee Peter Carroll. So we still await the first score of the second half. We've three, nearly four minutes played, and it is going to be a yellow card for Keane Hogan. So the goal scorer from the first half started the first half uh, with a goal after 90 seconds. He started his second half going into the book there. So the lure number 14 is into the book, and the Thurlis Sarsfield's number 14, Jack Lanigan, has come out to take this free. He's right out on the sideline uh, on his own 65 over on the far side of the field facing down and towards the town end striking from left to right this one's going to land dangerously and what just go across the face of the goals and drop and wide so I believe that's up to is it eight wides now for uh, Sarsfields in total and uh, that one was a difficult free nonetheless but uh, it gives Laura a chance to clear their lines through the puck out now and it goes long down the middle of the field towards Keen Hogan he's beaten to the ball though by Mossy McCormick but he gets the ball stolen from him from Colin Fogarty and Fogarty goes long now lofting a ball in over the head of David Maher towards Patrick Bonner-Marie he has it in his hands he gets it off to Old McIntyre big goal chance here oh and he just swung and missed it it was a fresh air strike on the ball from Old McIntyre as he was falling as he was striking that ball another goal chance goes a begging for Laura. we said they missed an awful lot of goal chances last week they've missed about three already in this game and they'll be thinking how do we get in more goals on this Sarsfields team but Colin Fogarty has won this ball now inside the 45 and he's able to put that ball over the bar so they don't leave empty handed but it's out to a four point lead now uh, with five minutes gone into the second half but again Owen McIntyre would be ruined that missed goal chance yeah we said they're living a charmed life that third of Sarsfields rear guard at the moment but another really really strong goal chance miss Colin Fogarty got the consolation score and he's been so so influential today. Michael Dolan now clears this ball and it's been brilliantly snapped out of the sky by Jack O'Mara the Sarsfields cornerback and here's Michael Cahill and he's blocked down by that man again Colin Fogarty and it's going to be a free out or a line ball out I should say and you can see Michael Cahill now his left uh, thigh just above his left knee is heavily strapped we mentioned that he felt a bit of a twig on it in the first half and now it's heavily strapped so I don't think he's going to be moving as freely as he usually does so we'll keep an eye out on Michael Cahill of Thurless of course how influential he's been throughout this campaign as uh, we look down towards that side where Aidan Ryan now ready to take this line ball just inside his own 45 he gets a good cut on it it's going to go towards a far 45 Sarsfield's just struggling to win ball in that half forward line as of the start of this second half Niall McIntyre is in there he wins this ruck now circles his way out of trouble and just has to get rid of the ball now it goes high now on top of Colin Fogarty breaks in behind him and there's Michael Cowell to sweep up he just turns over his left shoulder and clears along to his opposite number six Michael Dolan who catches the ball he's blocked down by Lee McCormack but it is going to come back for a free out for Lura but Thurlis can't really get any ball winning going in their half forward line to start this second half No and Dolan is sitting in the pocket <clears throat> balls are being hit aimlessly down at him. I think it's probably time for Michael Russell and Mikey O'Brien to come on for Thurlis Sarsfields they'll give the thing a lift Michael Russell's work rate in that half forward line he'll probably go in centre forward and sit on Dolan Michael Cahill has been cursed with injuries over the last number of years and he seems to be struggling with that right hamstring at the moment but he's back hamstring, sorry. back now on his goal line beside his goalkeeper Kevin Bracken as back on the far 45 is Michael Dolan he strikes his ball long and high it's going to land in around the 14 Brian Hogan's up there with the hurley deflects it off him towards Patrick Bonner-Marr breaks off him now and the ball is still on the ground towards Chris Fogarty he turns back out the field towards Keane Hogan who strikes it on his left hand side and over the bar it goes from Keane Hogan 1-2 on the day now for him it was set up by Christopher Fogarty who uh, had the wherewithal to put his head up look outside the 21 when he was stuck in the corner played it out 
out towards uh, Keen Hogan and over the bar it goes 2-9 for Lara now 10 points for Sarsfields but it's uh, Sarsfields now as it really opens up from here could be a goal chance here if it can be got into with a possession but it just can't trying to see who that was who just struggled to get that ball into the possession but it's Massimo McCormick who wins it again he goes across the face of the goals and it's going to just harmlessly roll out and wide but it was a missed touch there by a Thurless forward yeah it was Rory Purcell it was super play for Massey McCormick again he broke through the middle Rory Purcell peeled off him and it was just his touch let him down at the vital moment the ball is just not going to bounce up for you I hear with these uh, wet underfoot conditions so he just missed that touch and it would have been a goal chance he was inside the 14 coming in down at an angle if he could have got that ball in his hand but nonetheless now a high ball goes in it breaks over the head towards Lee McCormick with Dara Guinan is there to sweep across and now he plays a ball in a dangerous low ball at the ankles of Michael Dolan who will do well to get this ball out of danger and he just has to flick it out of the rook and eventually it's won by Alan O'Mara and won again there by Colin Fogarty but his crossfield ball is uh, intercepted by Massey McCormick it opens up for Rory Purcell who strikes towards the post and over the bar it goes from Rory Purcell and that is uh, a score that Laura Def or that Thurless definitely needed their first of this second half and it comes after uh, about seven or eight minutes of the second half and it is now 2-9 playing 11 points eight and a half minutes gone in this second half but a big score there from Rory Purcell just to settle things once again Big score, big mistake from Colin Forty. Tried a crossfield ball, went straight to Rory Purcell. Double substitution now coming on. Michael Russell is on for Tommy Mayer in the middle of the field. And Mikey O'Brien, number 20, has been ready there on the sideline. So he'll be in in the next few moments. So those were the subs. What can Michael Russell bring to this game, Keen? Oh, brings huge work rate, energy, leadership and experience. And he'll be vital in this last 20 minutes or so. Michael Cahill now just trying to flick that ball out uh, of the possession. But he only goes as far as Keen Hogan or Brian Hogan. And Brian Hogan uh, loses possession and gets it off as far as Kieran Maloney of Sarsfields and Michael Cowell just throws the ball up and catches it but he's not right out there at all Keane is he? No he's not that uh, left hamstring is heavily heavily strapped he was between two minds as whether to strike it or put it back and hurley threw it up and caught it very uncharacteristic but he's struggling on the ground he twinged that hamstring he's been absolutely cursed in the last three four years with injuries yeah no one really keeps himself in better nick as uh, michael cal of course a physiotherapist with gold standard physiotherapy here in nina and uh, he'll definitely know the extent of uh, what he's dealing with there but he's going to stay out on the field hoping to bring the seamus arena cup back to thurless later today but they're going to have to overturn a deficit now as uh, Michael Dolan takes this free from the middle of the field. This one lands. Oh, and what a snap that is from the goalkeeper, Kevin Bracken. That one was landing just over the crossbar, but Kevin Bracken leaped up Owen Murphy-esque, snapped that ball out of the sky, and they've cleared their lines. But uh, Michael Dolan must be thinking, how can I score a free here? Uh, that one was uh, accurately hit over the black spot, but it was Kevin Bracken surging out of the sky to catch that. It remains 2-9 for Lura. 11 points for Sarsfields, 10 minutes gone in the second half. Incredible feat of athleticism from Kevin Bracken. Looked like it was creeping over the bar. Dolan has been waiting almost two games for that. Bracken, super snap. But it's a line ball for uh, O'Mara at the far side. Oh, and he took about half of the uh, sod of turf there with him when he was striking that line ball as he was hurley got stuck up in the wet surface over in that far side of the field. The ball only travelled about seven or eight yards and now there's a ruck ball forming inside the 45 of Thurlis Sarsfields and it looks like that's Kieran Coslow has come out of that with the ball. Throws it up towards uh, Aidan Ryan. Aidan Ryan under pressure now. His hand pass goes forward towards Rory Purcell, but uh, Niall McIntyre is there, and as is Brian Hogan. It's Hogan who wins the ball and gets it flicked off his hurley. It's going to be a line ball in for Lura, and it is going to be just about uh, five yards inside their 65, as we see uh, 
Michael uh, O'Brien has the uh, training top off him and he's his helmet on on the sideline so he's being ready to come on looking to make a similar impact that he did just seven days ago here when he came on and scored 1-2 off the bench but taking this line ball over on the far side of the field was uh, Colin Ford here, Christopher Ford here, but it's a long ball in towards the corner back position of uh, Laura or Tarla Sarsfields where Kieran Costello clears this long. It's our first real look at Michael Russell as he chases Michael Dolan back to win this ball, but instead Jack Lanigan picks up the scraps. Will be a big score if Lanigan can get it. And over the bar it goes from Jack Lanigan out on the sideline, 30 yards from goals over on the bank side facing in towards the town end. And now, once again, it is still a three point game 2 9 playing 12 points. And now we see the introduction uh, not quite yet. They're making us wait over on that far side but as this puck out goes long towards Brian Hogan he goes up with a hurley he's a big unit in that ruck to hold a couple of bodies off and that allows Kieran Hawk to win this ball and he spots a lovely ball in towards Patrick Bonnermar but it's really well intercepted there by Henry Fogarty at the back and the ball played back now cleverly towards David Maher and now Aidan Ryan clears his lines but he goes long and high on top of Michael Dolan up with a hurley goes Jack Lannan again a good break in behind towards Lee McCormack off his left hand side towards the post Lee McCormack has he got it Yes, he has his first score of the game. And now it is back to two points. Twelve and a half minutes gone. And now we see the introduction of Mikey O'Brien. Not sure who he's coming on it's for. It's actually for McCormick, who just got his first score today. So, Mikey O'Brien on. This is a big lift. Two points in it. You can see the atmosphere changing here. Turner Sarsfields are coming at Laura. Laura have thrown an awful lot at them. But Sarsfields are, are counter-punching now at the moment. So, here we go. The trump card has been played by Sarsfields. On comes Mikey O'Brien on the 12th minute of this second half. So, what influence can he make? The score currently reads Laura 2-9. Sarsfields 13 points. And it's Laura on the attack through number two. Connor Hogan who wins himself a free on the 45 of Thurless so it's going to be a free in for Colin Fogarty to come over and take and it's right out the sideline over right in front of the Lara dugout won't be an easy free but uh, Lara would like to just keep uh, this at least to a, a three point lead they lead 2-9 to 13 points there's a photographer standing in front of the scoreboard which doesn't help us here at all but uh, it's a 2-9 playing uh, 13 points yeah, Connor Hogan bursts up the field. Jack O'Mara, little unlucky, just around the neck. This is a very difficult free from Colin Fogarty, right on that far touchline. So, Colin Fogarty now in front of the dugout and uh, ready to take this one. So, he's standing, he's facing towards the stand here. He's looking over his right shoulder towards the scoreboard end. Thurlis Sarsfield's uh, punters here on the side aren't happy with how long this is taking, but it's taken long enough to put it over the bar. Fifth point of the game here now for Colin Fogarty and that pushes it back out to a three point lead for Laura. Big free there from Colin Fogarty. It's a big free. It was a pressure free. A lot of people roaring at him and he nailed it. Puck out goes short towards Kieran Costello and then towards Aidan Ryan in the middle of the field. He's inside his own 65. It's a long way from goals and it's straight over the bar from Aidan Ryan. That's his second score of this game. Big physical player but well able to hurl around the middle of the field there. Yeah, brilliant inspiration score again. A second one from play from Aidan Ryan. If you give him any chance from within 80 yards, he'll nail it and that's two today and a big impact he's had for Thurlis Airstreet. 2-10 playing 14 points. Laura lead 14 and a half minutes gone here. You listen to Tip FM's coverage of the Premier Intermediate Hurling Final replay and our coverage here on Tip FM is with thanks to the Fuicha a la carte restaurant at the Arch Bar in Thurles. It's a line ball in now for Sarsfields. Alan O'Mara is coming forward to take this ball. He's uh, just inside, or he's halfway between the 45 and 65 and he's looking to go cross field. It's a lovely ball targeting Keen Hogan. He's been beaten to it by Kieran Costello though but it breaks off Costello and there's a ruck ball forming on the edge of the D on the uh, Sarsfields defensive side of the field. That is the scoreboard end here in McDonough Park where the condition 
conditions are wet underfoot, but we've had no rain so far today uh, in overcast conditions. Michael Russell fouled in the air there by Patrick Bonner-Maher, and it's going to be a free out uh, for Thurlis Sarsfields. And uh, Aidan Ryan might half fancy this. Yeah, he fancied it. He's after getting two already, but he's going to go short with it in towards Mikey O'Brien. He's going to go long and in towards the corner, and Mikey O'Brien has snapped this ball, turns one way, turns other, strikes us towards the post but it was a difficult angle and it's gone wide there down towards the town end and wide it goes there remains 210 to 14 points we have uh, 15 and a half minutes gone here in the second half in McDonough Park but Mike O'Brien he snapped that ball in over the head but it was just a difficult angle to try and uh, capitalise on that yeah he did well to win the initial ball from Aidan Ryan's free just to the right and wide a tenth wide for Curtis Arsene so this is it now we're into the last quarter of this game who's going to come away with the win it's Lura winning by two points but it's Sarsfield's on the attack through Harry Fitzgibbon and he gets it off towards Jack Lanigan. Lanigan plays it towards Michael Russell. Michael Russell now on his knees trying to win this ball. Gets a lovely hand pass off to Massey McCormick who just takes his eye off the ball momentarily. Wins it again but his hand pass is intercepted now by Michael Dolan. Dolan goes low and spots a lovely ball towards Keane Hogan in the middle of the field. Keane Hogan is fouled there by Henry Fogarty and it's going to be a free in now. Uh, Furler, uh, good work there by Keane Hogan and a chance for maybe Colin Fogarty or possibly Michael Dolan and it looks like it's going to come forward again yeah, and he'd love to nail this one to put three between the sides yeah, I think Fogarty's going to strike this, Dolan has had his fair share of misses over the first two days Massey McCormick and Lucky turned over by Dolan nice ball out to Keane Hogan and he was fouled by Henry Fogarty, gives Colin Fogarty a big chance here, nearly on halfway closer to the stand. Great out ball played there by Michael Dolan and it's going to be uh, Colin Fogarty taking this now he takes about three or four steps away from the ball then stands over it and uh, the Thurlis crowd are putting him under pressure again saying that he's taken too long and uh, he's going to strike this ball high and in towards the scoreboard end it's high and is it accurate and it's just wide there from Colin Fogarty so another long range three goes wide and uh, we now have 17 minutes gone it's still a two point lead we've been saying it for the last game and a half how Laura just can't brush off this uh, Sarsfield's team and it's still only a two point game and now a long ball has gone into the full forward line Mike O'Brien is in there could break off towards Michael Russell he flicks it towards the goals as he's falling to the ground and goalkeeper Michael Kendi was lively he was falling to the ground as well and it's flicked off his hurley and it's going to go out for a 65 there for Sarsfield's yeah, Michael Russell was unlucky. The ball came in over the top. He just slipped at the vital moment. And now came Michael Kendi from the goals for Laura and just flicked it over the end line to give Jack Lanigan a chance um, at the 65. But as this ticks down towards the last 10, 10 minutes, if there's only a point or two in it here, Laura have been leading all this game and they'll just maybe doubts might start to creep in here as uh, Jack Lanigan steps, uh, stands over what is a big uh, 65 here. He's halfway between the middle of the field and the bank side facing down towards the town end. He strikes it well and he just puts everything over the bar so far in these two games and it's a huge asset to have. His eighth point of the game now. We're down to a one-point game. 2-10 for Laura, 15 points for Sarsfields, 12 minutes to go here in McDonough Park. Poke out goes long there for Michael Kendi. Patrick Bonner-Marr looking to try and win this ball, but Robbie Stapleton with a brilliant bit of stick work has won that ball, but he gets it flicked off by his opposite number, Owen McIntyre. Now there's a ruck forming, and McIntyre comes out of it with it, with the ball. Owen McIntyre now off the left-hand side, striking this towards the post, and Kevin Bracken has his angles right, just lets that ball bounce uh, to his right and wide. So 2-10 playing 15 points would have been inspirational stuff if Owen McIntyre could put that ball over the bar, but it's harmlessly gone wide now, and here's the chance for Kieran Costello to come out of defence with this ball. He goes long and diagonal and it's been won in the air by Kieran Hawk. 
Hawk now coming out of his own half-back line, gets it off to Michael Dolan, who plays across his own full-back line towards Daniel O'Donoghue. O'Donoghue on his left-hand side goes long and diagonal and high, targeting Keane Hogan. Up the hurley goes Hogan and breaks it down for Christopher Fogarty. Christopher Fogarty looking to take on Jack O'Mara. Fogarty has to turn back out the field. He's got no real options. He has to drop the ball to the ground and now play a cross-field ball. Henry Fogarty is there for Sarsfields and he gets there in front of Colin Fogarty. But his ball towards Michael Cal has gone way over the head of Michael Cal, who does well to just get a hurley on it and flick it out to the side where Kieran Costello somehow comes away with this ball. Flicks it again towards Michael Cal. It's another poor hand pass though in the thoroughest defensive side of the field and it allows Laura to win it now and play a long ball in towards Colin Fogarty. He's won the ball now looking to take on Henry Henry Fogarty and instead he flicks it over the bar. A sixth point of the game from Colin Fogarty. He'd won himself advantage. He didn't need it and that's a big, big score from yeah, Laura's that talisman I, here today. It's a fair duel now. Colin Fogarty and Henry Fogarty. Two of them going at it hammer and tongs. Colin Fogarty did really well to win the ball broke inside and over the bar off that trusty lift so 2-11 now playing 15 points it's back to a two point lead from Laura 20 minutes gone and it's Sarsfield to win a free in it's judged to have been a throw in the Laura half back line and now this is a chance for Jack Lanigan to put this ball over the bar really good atmosphere here in Nina good crowd over in the bank and they're being served up a very entertaining game here in McDonough Park for a second Saturday in a row this one is going to go down to the wire once again 10 minutes to go two points in it Jack Lanigan of Thurless looking to reduce it to a one point game he's inside the 45 and he's closer to the sideline at the bank side than he is towards the middle of the field strikes this in and he's just pretty much automatic you nearly just give him the free before he even strikes it over the bar and that is his ninth of the game now as we see a substitution for Sarsfields there this is a big one Michael Cal is coming off he's given absolutely everything an incredible warrior for Thurla Sarsfields Padon is in very experienced defender to take his place yeah what a year Michael Cal has had a real resurgence of form and he's been unbelievable for Sarsfields throughout this campaign but that just left leg injury we saw he got it in the first half hasn't been able to move but he's been getting a huge round of applause as he's walking off the field as he leaves it off now to his teammates to try and see this one home 2-11 for Lura 16 points for Sarsfields long ball goes in towards Brian Hogan deflects off him towards his brother Keane but he's been dispossessed and now comes the ever efficient Kieran Costello Costello comes out surging forward with the ball he has it on his hurley now he can't catch it and said he and pass it off to Henry Fitzgibbon. He breaks the tackle now, goes on another uh, solo run, tries to get past Michael Dolan, who does well to hold him up. The ball is on the ground now. A ruck ball is forming, and it's going to be a free out for Lura. Really good work at the back there from Michael Dolan, but uh, Sarsfields will feel that they kind of botched that attacking opportunity. They did. Harry Fitzgibbon broke up the field. He just tried to link up inside. I think with Rory Purcell again, and it just gives Michael Dolan a chance to clear his lines. But Thurlis Sarsfields is manfully sticking in this. It's tit for tat. Every time they're rattled, they keep coming back and back at, at this Laura side. Laura go along with this ball towards the twin towers of Brian and Keane Hogan, but it's Brian Hogan who goes up with the hand, but it deflects off his hand towards David Maher of Sarsfields, and his ball is one there as he clears along towards Massey McCormick. Massey McCormick now going towards Mikey O'Brien who's outside the 45 and he gets the ball in his hand now and there's a sense of anticipation. He's won himself a free. He's been dragged to the ground and uh, Michael O'Brien is delighted with that as he fist bumps into the face of Kieran Hawk and it was Hawk who kind of dragged him down around the neck and it is going to be a free in now and now this is a chance for the sides to draw level for what would be the first time since the ball was thrown in. Yeah, Tom Duggan had a go at him first to foul him. He got advantage and then Hawk dragged him to the ground unceremoniously. 
and it's a free for Jack Lanigan. It's a chance for him to get his 10 points and Laura have left her reserves in this game and they're being punished at the moment. So Jack Lanigan now, he's right in front of the stand. He's only about six or seven yards in from the sideline, just outside the 45. He strikes it towards the post and we got a great view of that. Just so confidently strokes, strikes through that ball. His 10th point of the game. He got 11 last week. He's 10 now and now the sides are level. Seven minutes to go here in McDonough Park in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship final replay. Our coverage here on Tip FM with thanks to the Fuicha a la carte restaurant at the Arch Bar in Thurles. It's Patrick Bonnermar who's won this ball. He's trying to get a hand pass off to his teammate Niall McIntyre who's got speed. He's got chance to put this ball over the bar but completely fluffs his lines inside the 45. Off balance when he was striking it and it's gone harmlessly wide and it looks like we're going to have a substitution on the lower side of the field as it looks like uh, they are going to be making a substitution. Uh, who's going to be coming off? Who's coming on? We're waiting for the board to go up. Fogarty is off and I think Dennis O'Mara is on number three. So on comes Dennis O'Mara. Christopher Fogarty scoreless here today and uh, Dennis O'Mara coming onto the field. So a cornerback for a full forward. So there should be a little bit of a... Uh, possibly a shuffling of the team Dennis O'Mara has gone into a wing forward position now so Dennis O'Mara uh, let's see can he make an influence on this game as Ken Hogan brings him onto the field 2-11 playing 17 points level game here 6 minutes to go in McDonough Park and it's Jack Lanigan in possession of this ball he tries to get it off to Rory Purcell who loses his footing out on the sideline his handbasket goes off to Mike O'Brien who finds Massey McCormick is this going to be the lead for Thurla Sarsfields Massey McCormick the captain of this team gets his first point of the game to give Sarsfields the lead 20 four minutes into the second half the first time they've gone into the lead now and now the onus is on Laura to come back it is Thurlis who've been answering sucker blow after sucker blow throughout this game but now it's Laura who are being asked to go another step forward and they've won themselves a free in their own half back line but Massey McCormick the captain of his team comes up with a huge score uh, he's been massive all day Mikey O'Brien did all the spade work lovely crossfield ball McCormick over the bear there's a fair atmosphere here now Paul it's all on the line Five minutes to go. Seamus O'Reen Cup. Where is it going to be going? Laura or Sarsfields? And it's Sarsfields uh, in the lead, but Laura on the attack. The ball goes into the full back line, and it's this man again, Kieran Coslo. He seems to be everywhere, but he's taken too many steps. The judges, the referee, and it's going to be a chance now for Colin Fogarty to just tap this ball back over the bar and level things up. I don't know, was his hurley being held or what? He did take steps, but it was a question of was his hurley being held or not. The referee has given a free in, bang on the 21, and it's going to be an easy chance now for Colin Fogarty to level things up. Yeah, and Kieran Costello and Torres Arsfield feel mm. aggrieved there. They feel his hurley was held on the way out. He did take an awful lot of steps, and it gives Colin Fogarty a chance for his seventh score today. So 25 and a half minutes gone. It's Colin Fogarty standing over this free just outside the 21, facing into the scoreboard end, and this should be just straight over the bar, and over the bar it goes from Colin Fogarty. That's seven for him. What entertainment we have here in McDonough Park. There's blow horns going in everything here in the stand 212 for Lura 18 points for Sarsfields where is the Seamus O'Reen Cup going this puck out is going long it's going long down the top of Massey McCormick it breaks off him and Owen McIntyre is back in his own 45 his hand pass goes off towards Niall McIntyre and it's eventually won at the back there by Connor Hogan who gets it clear and trying to break the tackle in the middle of the field they're going to let play on and it's a free in to Thurlis Sarsfields in the middle of the field Lura overturned by Massey McCormick in there and now it's a chance for Jack Lanigan once again to give Thurlis the lead here with three and a half minutes of normal time to go Great excitement here. Some play from Massey McCormick. He tracked back on Niall Mac Owen McIntyre. He looked like he got away. Turned him over. Super play and a chance for Jack Lanigan. 
He's been laser sharp all day for his 11th point. Huge free now for Sarsfield's number 14. He's halfway between the 265s, closer to the bank side. He strikes us down towards the town end, and it's a rare wide from Jack Lanigan. The sides are level still, and it looks like Tommy Maher might be being reintroduced here for Thurlis Sarsfields. He's not going to be coming on just yet as the puck out goes short and then goes long. It's still a draw game here. We have 27 minutes gone here in McDonough Park. Patrick Bonner-Maher wins this ball. Has he been fouled? No, says the referee. Plays it back towards Kieran Hawk, who throws up the lovely dummy. Now he's looking for a crossfield ball in towards Brian Hogan, who's inside the 14. Breaks off him towards Keen Hogan. He got some big scores last weekend. Can he get another one here today? Strikes it towards the post. And over the bar from Keen Hogan. 1-3 for the Lura, number 14. A huge score for Lura. Puts them back into the lead here. We have 28 minutes gone. And now it looks like Tommy Maher is going to be coming on for, is it Jack Lanigan who's going off? Yeah, Jack obviously was sick last week. He looked must have some sort of an injury. Tommy's on to hit the freeze. It was clever play from Kieran Hockey. Never panicked. He got it across. It wasn't Keen Hogan's cleanest strike ever, but crept over the bear. Big score there from Keen Hogan. 2.13 now for Lura. 18 points for Sarsfields. 27 and a half minutes gone. Puck out goes now towards Pad Dunn of Sarsfields. He goes long and he goes high, and it's Tommy Maher running out towards this ball. And Mikey O'Brien, there's a foot race on, and O'Brien wins the foot race. He stuck out on the sideline on the 21. Would be a wonder score if he got it and it's gone wide he thinks it's gone over the bar it looked wide from here and it's going to stay as a wide ball it was marginal but it has gone wide and it gives Laura a chance now to maybe slow things down as they lead by one and uh, 28 minutes gone here in this uh, second half of the game here in McDonough Park. Puck out goes long towards Keen Hogan. His brother Brian has picked up the scraps, so he's looking to take on David Maher. He's run out of room. David Maher flicks it off as Hurley. It's going to be a line ball in for Lura. But uh, what another great spectacle we've had here. The last 10 minutes, the lead has been going back to Lura and back to Sarsfields. But it's Lura with a one-point lead here now with a minute and a half of normal time to go. It's hard stopping stuff here, Paul. It's it's very edgy. It's one mistake is going to be the difference here. One half hook. This is what Championship Hurling is on about. County fines are so, so hard to win. Line ball in now for Alan O'Mara. He gets a good strike on it. It's going to go in towards the edge of the D. Pad on, rises from the sky and catches that ball. Gets it off to Harry Fitzgibbon. Fitzgibbon now with Thurlis goes long and dangle towards Massey McCormick. It's flicked off him towards Dara Guinan now. Dara Guinan has won himself an advantage and might come back for that. It is going to come back for the advantage. And uh, a big play there from Dara Guinan. We haven't seen an awful lot of the slur number seven there. But that was a key ball one there by uh, the lower wing back yeah and he's really good to read the game and he just came across in front of Tommy Mayer there got it out it gives Dolan a chance I think he's leaving it down and Brian Hogan is coming back he's missed his fair share of long range runs Hogan is good at these and uh, the Thurless sideline now not happy with how long it's taken for this free to be taken he's on his own 45 is Brian Hogan he has a monster puck on the best of days and this one is going to have the distance is it is it going to have the accuracy and again it's caught from over the crossbar from Kevin Bracken and now the Sarsfields goalkeeper is going on a solo run he needs an option though and he gets it through Jack O'Mara but Jack O'Mara's uh, touch is loose and it's gone out over the sideline we're going to have two additional minutes here in McDonough Park and it's Laura with a one-point lead, and now they have a sideline ball. Kevin Bracken done so well, his hand pass might have been a little bit inaccurate for Jack O'Mara, and it's gone out over the line, and it gives Alan O'Mara of Laura a chance now from the sideline, just inside the 45, and uh, we're 10 seconds into the additional time. We're going to have two minutes. It's not a good strike, though, but it goes as far as Owen McIntyre. McIntyre looking to give Laura a two-point lead. Owen McIntyre, it's gone off the post, off the post, and it's going to break now towards the fullback of Sarsfields. That's 
David, David Meyer, he gets his hand pass off to Kieran Costos, looking to just drive this ball down the field, and that he does. It's gone down long and central towards Tommy Maher. It's up, rises Michael Dolan, but it drops to the floor, and it's won by Tommy Maher. He's going on a solo run. Has he been held up? He's just had to drop the ball. Good defending by Lura. One point in it. It's Lura with a one-point lead. Thurless trying to get back into this game. Massey McCormick in there trying to win it. It's Michael Dolan who comes out. No, it's Niall McIntyre, but he loses the ball now. Whoever wins this ball could win this game, and it's going to break off to Michael O'Brien of Thurless. Michael O'Brien looking to level the game, but he's blocked, and it's going to go out for a 65. It's surely going to go out for a 65. It's been waved wide. It's been waved wide by the umpire. It looks like that was a 65 from here, but Michael O'Brien isn't uh, a too far, too much aggrieved by the look of things. No, so maybe I, I, he took I, a double I think direction. it was a, an incredible hook there from Kieran Hawk, and uh, it's just brave, brave defended from Laura. Could that be the game? Kieran Hawk with a huge hook here. Now Keen Hogan snaps the puck out out of the sky. And away comes Laura with this ball down through the middle of the field through Alan O'Mara. He gets it off towards Colin Forgue. Hand pass it back towards number two, Connor Hogan. Connor Hogan's held up in the tackle. Connor Hogan has to just get rid of the ball. And now Laura just clear it long. And it's going down into the corner. And Kevin Bracken has it now. This might just be the last play of the game. As Sarsfields are down by a point. And it's a brilliant ball by Kevin Bracken. He finds Aiden Ryan. Aiden Ryan looking at the post. He just hesitates to shoot. Now he goes high and long in towards the edge of the square. It's in towards Brian Hogan's in there. Breaks off him. Can Laura clear this ball? If they do, they might win the county final. They haven't cleared it yet. Tom Hogan is in there trying to clear his lines for Laura. Dara Guinan is blocked down. And now it's won by Massimo McCormick on the 21. What drama. His hand pass goes off. It's intercepted. And it's going to go out for a line ball. And this will surely be the last play of the game. Laura are ahead by a point. Sarsfields are down by a point. But they have a line ball in. And Aiden Ryan is coming over to take it. This is surely going to be the last play of the game. It's a line ball in over on the bank side. Number four, Aiden Ryan, is coming over to take it. He's halfway between the 45 and the 21. He likely won't have hit a more important sideline in his career. The number four for Sarsfields. He has one last look at the town end goals. He gets a good strike in it. It's not accurate, though. It's going to go across the face of goals and wide. And now we await the puck out from Michael Kendi. And we await the full-time whistle from referee Peter Carroll. And I think this could be it. The Seamus Arena Cup is going to Lura. They have won a second consecutive county final. It is Lura who win the replay by a point. 2-13 for Lura, 18 points for Thurles. They had to work for it, but Lura are the 2023 Premier Intermediate Hurling Champions. The Seamus Arena Cup is going to Lura. Lura will be playing senior hurling next year. What a victory for the club in North Tipperary. Two consecutive promotions. Won the county intermediate last year. And now they've won the county premier intermediate in a replay. Keen Tracy, you're a proud Thurlis Sarsfields man. They gave absolutely everything over the course of the two days. But it's Lura who just sneak it with a one-point victory here in Nina. Yeah, and it's look, it's, it's hard for me to, to, to say anything really after that. But incredible win for Lara. They're devastated, but they can be so proud of their efforts. But for two teams to put on a spectacle for the last two Saturdays of incredible hurling, athleticism, guts, and for one point between them, and just two really, really evenly matched teams. And they're credit to both clubs, but there has to be a winner and loser on county final day. And for Lara Dara, it's going to go down in history as one of the great days in their club's history. They had heroes all over the field. Colin Forty, so, so influential. Uh, three points from play, I think seven points in all. Keen Hogan with one three. Owen McIntyre, Bonner Mare, a stalwart, Michael Dolan, but heroes all over the field. And you know, it's just a game of small margins. 
last Saturday Mikey O'Brien was a hero 1-2 he was nearly in at the end there an incredible defending I think from Kieran Hawk and Tom Duggan to deny him so yeah, county finals, they're just such, such small margins, Paul. Yeah, and we mentioned uh, to, at the start of the game that Laura probably would have needed more from their forwards and so would have uh, Thurlis Sarsfields, but it was all forwards who scored for Laura today. Colin Fogarty with seven points, Bonner Maher with a goal, Niall McIntyre with a point, Keen Hogan with 1-3, uh, Owen McIntyre with two points, but uh, Keen Hogan's 1-3 was massive. He got uh, a big point there late on off his left-hand side and uh, it was a huge performance from uh, Jack uh, from Jack Lanigan on the Thurlis side of the field. He got 10 points, uh, two points for Rory Purcell, a point each for Lee McCormick, Mossy McCormick and Robbie Stapleton and Harry Fitzgibbon, two points from Aidan Ryan. And after two hours of hurling, it all came down to a sideline from Aidan Ryan and he struck it very well, but it just faded across the front of the face of the goals and wide. But as we said, these are the fine margins and they've landed on the lower side today. Yeah, and I suppose that's why we love sport, um, Paul. There's, there's tough days, there's good days. And for Laura, this is a day, as we said, they'll never forget. For Thurlis Arsenal, it's heartbreak, it's devastation. But for a second team to come this far and to get to within a pocket of all the county final, it's a really proud achievement. Jack Lanigan was incredible with six points from Clay, uh, ten in total. Rory Purcell, two points. Um, young players, the likes of Robbie Stableton, Tommy Mayer, uh, Lee McCormack, Henry Forty, guys who will go on and have stellar careers and Michael Cahill there obviously years and years um, of, of hard work and dedication to the services but today is all about Laura and finals are for winning and congratulations to them and uh, it'll be it'll be a fair night in Laura tonight yeah, and a fair couple of nights I'd imagine they win this game and of course their year isn't finished now because Laura uh, as was going to be the case whether they won or lost this game they're going to be going on to represent Tipperary now in the Munster Championship they're going to be playing at Kerr Finn of Clare that's going to be at a tip venue on the 4th or 5th of November that's going to be a Munster quarter final and the winner of that will play Limerick so Laura's year doesn't finish just yet but I'd be uh, hard pressed to say if there's anyone remaining in the Laura Parish who aren't on the field right now a full pitch invasion here in McDonough Park they've lifted a number of trophies here they won the North Final here earlier in the year and Michael Dolan of course the captain of this Laura team will walk up these steps of the McDonough Park stand here in Nina and lift the Seamus O'Reen Cup so we will leave it at that it's Laura who have won the Seamus O'Reen Cup here in a replay they've beaten Thurlis Sarsfields 213 to 18 points we'll leave it at that and back to you Davin in studio uh, here with Patrick Bonnermar after Laura have won the Premier Intermediate Hurling final. Um, Patrick, a, a very proud day for the club. Uh, what's your kind of emotions after that game? Uh, sure, look, they're they're all over the place. Like you're absolutely delighted, personally, I'm delighted, and then for this team, this group, like we've been in a Seamus Arena final before and we've lost it, unfortunately, to Mullinahone. So it's it's great to uh, it's great to bounce back after relegation to win the Intermediate last year and win the Premier Intermediate this year, but back to back county titles. Like it's 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 great for us, a small parish. Well, we're. By size, we're a big parish, but unfortunately, we have small numbers out there. We're rural enough, so it's it's you know it's just great for this team and it's great for this group, and I'm delighted for everyone involved. Yeah, and, and for yourself, I suppose it's been a, a long journey. You've had plenty of injuries in the last couple of years, so it must be kind of gratifying to be able to be here at county final day, get a very important goal in that first half, and, and see your your side lift the cup here today. Ah, sure. Look, it is a sport. Unfortunately, there's there's injuries and serious injuries, but bouncing back from is great. And like, look. 
this is the days at home playing with the brothers and the friends and that and on the front lawn like this is what it's all about going back to your club and getting the chance to represent them in a county final is, is a great occasion and as I said I'm personally delighted but I'm also personally I'm delighted for this team and this group also delighted for the parish we have a few deaths during the week there which devastated the parish good club people and good parish people so like it hopefully brings a bit of joy to, to a few of them families that are suffering during the week yeah and I mentioned the injuries and, and things like that. They're, they're not just any injuries you had. They're long kind of term, hard rehab that you would have had to do. What is it that kind of the driving force to come back? Is it for days like these with the club that you kind of put in that hard work to get yourself in the kind of get your physical body right to be able to come back and uh, perform in the big days? I, that's it exactly and look I always, I've always asked questions of myself so when I did get a big injury you always have the doubts and stuff like that but I always have the belief in myself that I get back to the best I can, always, I can be like so that's what I've always done when I've had a serious injury and I've had a setback I've always kind of set a target to come back as, as good as I can be and thankfully that's, that's happened with Borussia Cruciate and Achilles tendon like they're not nice injuries but you know, I have good friends around me and like an awful lot of these club lads help me out like you know one of, one of them there on the gym David Fogarty and like can't thank David enough. He had me in the gym. He had me doing every sort of an exercise possible. And you know, it's four days like this then that when you do get back on the field and you're able to to give it back to the club and give it back to the boys that we working hard. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, and a hard game in terms of replay last week or the draw last week. Replay here today comes down to one point. It comes down to a sideline at the end that just narrowly goes wide. Like when the full time whistle is blown. Can you describe that emotion? Ah, sure. It's look. It's you're still like, still all over the place. Like you're just there's so many emotions swirling around. Like this is our third week on the trot. Like we cashed the week before, and then we had Turles, and like this is our third. Like and like Turles are a great team. They show that today. They're smart on the ball. You, you'd know they're training with the seniors the way they recycle the ball. Their hurling is top notch. Like you know, and and they got on top was there, and they got they got they got a point ahead, and it was just a belief that this team has in each other that we will we'll find a way, and, and thankfully we, we did find a way in the end. Here with the uh, winning manager Ken Hogan. Ken must be absolutely delighted after a replay to come back here and get over get over the, the line with a one point victory. Yeah, dream come true for our parish, uh, Paul. What a titanic battle last week! You know, all the skills in the game were in, evident right throughout the game, uh, even up to four o'clock on yesterday. We didn't know was the game going ahead or not. Fair play to the McDonough Park Committee. What a wonderful job they've done here. You know, we're still standing on the pitch. You know, and we got 24 hours decent weather. But uh, Titanic battle, I have to take my hat off to Torres Sarsis. They were absolutely brilliant on both days. Uh, they're desolate in there. That's why I went back into the dressing room to meet them all. But I suppose the biggest thing that we can take out of this is that in 18 months, we've contested three county finals, two north finals, uh, got uh, promoted twice, and are now county premier intermediate champions. That's something that we can only dream of. But it's down to the players and what they've sacrificed and what they've put into it, Paul. And the underage mentors that are involved in our club, both at hurling level and camogie level, keeping the parish alive, keeping the parish going. So this is a victory for the parish of Lura, and it means so much to our people. So, you know, from our point of view, we've had a sad week. Tom Millen in London dying, you know, a former Lake Regale winner, great servant of Lura and Tipperary. And then, of course, Tommy Hoolan, our kit man, his mother, 101 years died so you know this is a tribute to them and really I said to Tommy after the match this is a celebration of, of your mother's life but for us what a dream you know to get there to, to, to reach the Holy Grail 
and in the most dramatic of circumstances winning by one point yeah and one point in the replay when I was talking to you last week I asked you about how how it was it going to be kind of getting lads back back up for the game after kind of the disappointment of last week it would have, it would have to be said but how did you kind of go about it and get the lads uh, back up to, to put in that performance here today I think you know we train Tuesday night in Banner, you know um, and the pitch was actually waterlogged and we were lucky enough the kind permission of Rhinus to give us the, the Astro pitch which is 100 metres long and it actually in fact, it was, it was actually refreshing to train on the Astro Peach just for a change. We did very little. Uh, we spoke about, we came together last night in the clubhouse, you know, spoke about getting the second chance. It's all about getting the second chance. You know, we spoke about Ireland and France not getting that second opportunity. The World Cup is over for them. But for us, it was all about tomorrow. And we made the most of it today. We gave it absolutely everything. Every sinew, you know, Dino Samara, you know, at the 11th hour, uh, we told him he wasn't playing. What a club man. He said, Ken, I'll go in wherever you can. And you saw the job he did when he went in at half forward for us to hold the game, you know, with five minutes to go. But overall, a terrific performance. It was about heart, steel and endeavour. And most importantly, never say die. And thankfully, the never say die attitude got us there. And just on a tactical basis, from the start of the game, uh, Bonner was in kind of full forward and a lot of ball was going in there. He was causing havoc and he got that goal. But that was kind of a clear maybe plan at the start of the game. A lot of ball was going in on top of the ever-dangerous Bonnermar. Ah, sure, Patrick, what a man, you know. And he's gone through his hell with his injuries as well, himself and Kieran Hawk, you know. They've gone through their, their hell with their injuries. But Kieran Bonner, like, there's no end to him. There's never any end to him. The man is in marvellous fettle. He's an example to us all. He never gave up the cause at any stage throughout the game. And I suppose his goal and Keane's goal at the start of the game, those goals... You say goals win matches, it's an old cliche, but from our perspective, I suppose, it kept us just barely ahead. I don't think we went behind Paul, did we? You went behind at one stage. In the second half? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we did, we did. Well, that's even a better, I suppose, you know, uh, from our point of view, that we, we, we held our nerve and kept going. Yeah, and it all came down to the sideline just over here. I don't even know if you were able to, to watch it. Aidan Ryan for Turles got a good strike and it, it just went wide and that was it. But that was the, the fine margins that this yeah, comes down to. Yeah, what a terrific try. He had a great game, Aidan Ryan, but what a terrific strike as well. Put it wide in the far post, which everybody tells you to do. But Alan O'Mara's line balls were exceptional today, but some unbelievable play from our lads. But genuine group of lads, they put the sacrifices in and now we're here, thankfully, you know, and representing which I'm glad about, Paul, representing Tipperary as, as, as Tipperary champions in the Munster Club Championship here in two weeks' time uh, in Nina as, well, as well, I believe. Against Carl Finn, yeah. So yeah. you're going on to the Munster now, so another campaign to look forward to. Touch wood, touch wood. Fair Thanks, play, Ken. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate it, Paul. So I'm here with Laura Captain Michael Dolan after your one-point win in the replay of the Premier Intermediate. Uh, Michael, you had a long journey with this team, I suppose, if you think of where you were in 2020 and against Mullinahone. It's been a long journey back, but here you are now. You can call yourselves a senior hurling team. Yeah, sounds kind of strange to be saying that now, but as you said, we were, we were here in 2020 against Mullinahone and I suppose getting there in 2020 was probably a surprise to us all and we spoke about it during the year that after that final, even though we lost and we were disappointed, we thought we'd be back straight away and we weren't used to being in that position and it's been it's been a, an awful long journey to, to get back here again and you know we were, we were disappointed with the draw the last day but to be able to, to come out with a, a one point win, doesn't matter what way you win but to come out with a one point win today just, just makes that journey that, that all the more sweeter. Yeah, and I suppose it might have been hard to pick yourselves up after last week. He led well in the second half of that game last week and probably let it go a bit towards the end. And to pick yourselves up and come back here and, and deliver a performance and get over the line, like how, how did you do that over the last week? 
Um, I think the initial reaction after the match last year, it was almost like we lost it. Um, we, we were on a high after the cash game, and I think for the first 30 minutes we hurled exceptionally well. And then we spoke about it again during the week that maybe we started hurling the occasion in the second half last day and uh, let Turles back into it and look they were they're a phenomenal team they would have been worthy champions had they beaten us the last day but I think this week we just it was it was it could have been maybe the best thing that ever happened to us it just allowed us to, to refocus and reset ourselves and not focus on the occasion but focus on the match and you know we, we could have easily lost our heads again today but in fairness all the boys stood up and you know, it was it was a, it was a sweet win after after the draw the last day. And there was there was big performances all over the field. Uh, Colin Fogarty with seven points. Keen Hogan had one three, but your defence uh, at the end, I think, was it Kieran Hawk who got a hook there on Mikey O'Brien towards the end. I suppose just the work rate of this team kind of came through towards the end of the game. Yeah, and that's something that, in fairness, Ken and, and Brian and Red have, have been drilling into us this year and last year since they take, taken over. It's like it doesn't matter what way things are going. You just you just stay working and. You know, that was towards the end of the match. We've been on, you know, we've been playing three weeks in a row, three hard, tough games, and it uh, it would have been very easy for I think it was either Kieran or Tom to, to, to give up in that situation, but they, they ran back and, and got the hook in, a crucial hook, you know, possibly the winning of the game, who knows? But um, you know, that's that's what we're working about. That's probably the the ethos of this team, like just to stay working for each other, to, whether you're corner forward or corner back, you, you get the tackles in, you get the hooks, the blocks in and the rest to look after itself then. You mentioned in your, your speech there, you must be nearly, well not sick of giving speeches now, but you nearly know Matt by heart at this stage over the last couple of years, but going into a Munster Championship now, we're going to be playing Curra Finn and you mentioned kind of a, a novel Munster Championship for the club, so it's kind of an opportunity, I suppose, maybe is there a sense of that the pressure's kind of off now and you can just go out and hurl this Munster Championship and see where it takes you? Um, yeah, I suppose for, I think there's, there's only maybe three or four lads who were on the panel that were involved in in 2007, the last time they won the Intermediate County and played in Munster. And, um, you know, I suppose, as you said, it's, it's a new experience for a lot of us. We just go out and, and show what we're made of, like, you know, and, and take it one game at a time. Um, there's, there's serious talent in this team. And obviously, we're going to be coming up against winners themselves uh, in Currafin and, and whoever else. But uh, we'll just we'll just enjoy, enjoy the experience of taking on a Munster Championship and see where we come out at the end of it.